Disclaimer, I am a counseling student, I am not a mental health professional, and I cannot give or offer mental health services. You are listening to Good You. I'm your host, Samantha, and today we're going to be talking about emotion regulation. So this is a solo episode. I have no guests today, so this will probably be a shorter one. Um, And yeah, this is something I've been talking about a lot on the Instagram. So if you've been following the podcast's Instagram page, you may have seen me post about how we can't control other people's emotions or behaviors, and we can only control our own. So this is really what the episode today is going to be like, how to control and regulate our emotions. I hope you guys are excited. Let's get started. So what is emotion regulation? Emotion regulation is the ability to exert control over one's emotional state. It may involve behavior such as rethinking, a challenging situation to reduce anger or anxiety, hiding visible signs of sadness or fear, or focusing on reasons to feel happy or calm. Now, regulating our emotions is important because when we take control of our emotions, we can reduce our levels of anger and anxiety and we'll be able to respond to stressful situations in a more appropriate manner. There are two categories that I'm just going to discuss really quick of emotion regulation, and that's reappraisal and suppression. Reappraisal is changing how you think about the situation or about whatever it was that prompted the emotion in order to change your response. And suppression is when you suppress your emotion in order to numb and not respond negatively. Although this has been linked to more negative outcomes because it's important to be able to feel your emotions and process them. So that's why reappraisal is going to be the better choice when it comes to how to regulate your emotions because it allows us to shift our mindset rather than suppress our feelings and avoid feelings that make us uncomfortable. The process model, I got this off of verywellmind.com. It breaks down our emotions in a sequence of events so it goes situation attention appraisal and response so for example this is the example provided from very well mind situation emotion generation begins in a situation it may be an external situation such as a friend making a critical comment or it may be a thought or emotion in your own head attention this situation grabs your attention For instance, your attention may be drawn to the way your friend has his arms crossed, as if he's angry. Appraisal. You appraise the situation. In this example, you may be worried that the person no longer wants to be your friend. Response. Your initial response can be physical and or emotional. Your face may turn red and you may feel hurt. You then respond to the person, which may change the situation and start a new sequence all over again. For example, you tell your friend that that comment hurt your feelings and ask why he said it. He may then apologize or say he's having a bad day. When it comes to emotion regulation, we we can pick any part of the sequence of emotion generation and influence our emotions accordingly. So 
situation. We can choose to avoid people or situations that we think will find hurtful, engage in situations we find positive, or we can change the, change the situation we're already in by changing our behavior. Attention, we can focus on something else in the situation, such as nonverbal cues the other person is giving or what might be really behind what they're saying. Appraisal, we can change the way we're thinking about the situation. For instance, if the emotion generation sequence was started by you thinking, I'm so stupid, you can tell yourself that that's not true and it's just a feeling you're having at this moment. In the example, after worrying that your friend no longer wants to be your friend, you can remind yourself that you're jumping to conclusions and one critical comment doesn't mean the end of your friendship. Response, we can change how we respond to the situation. Instead of getting angry and lashing out, you can do some breathing exercises, some grounding exercises. Instead of avoiding an uncomfortable situation, you can take a trusted friend along with you. Instead of overreacting to what someone says, you can ask him or her more about it so you can understand each other. So emotion regulation is not easy, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to come across as if I'm like, wow, y'all should try this out because it is a game changer. And even though it is, it is a game changer, and regulating our emotions is extremely important, it also comes with a lot of practice. It took me years years of therapy and working on myself before I was able to emotionally regulate in the middle of an argument. Um, this, you can also, uh, head back to the boundaries episode that I had that takes a lot of emotion regulation. It takes the ability to control your own emotions when setting boundaries because other people's emotions are about to start losing control. So it's very important that you're able to control your own. So I'm not trying to come off as if this is some easy uh, coping skill that I'm just throwing out on this podcast. It's really, it's important, but it is difficult to get there, but it is worth it. It's worth it. Um, and I don't expect you to just uh, go from A to B real quick, okay? A lot of the times we're unable to emotionally regulate because of the environment we grew up in. If you grew up with parents who were unable to emotionally regulate, then how would we expect to know how to do so? How would anyone expect us to know how to do so? And you see this taught a lot in gentle parenting. I don't know if any of you are on TikTok and watching a lot of these videos of parents coming out about how to gentle parent. And you also see gentle parenting getting a bad rep because people assume it's just letting your kid do whatever the hell they want to do with no consequences. And that's not true at all. Um, a big part of gentle parenting relies on how the parent responds to quote unquote bad behavior of their child. If you lash out at your child when they do something bad or use hitting as a form of punishment, that is because that parent may have trouble regulating their emotions and they're unable to control their frustrations and anger and excuse their behavior as the child's fault and about teaching respect. Um, however, just like this whole episode is about, <laughs> we can only truly control ourselves. And as parents, it's important to model appropriate behavior and model emotion regulation. If you want to practice controlling emotional outbursts, the first thing to begin to work on is understanding your feelings and emotions. 
because how are you able to recognize if you're having an emotional response if you don't understand or relate to your emotions? Being more mindful when it comes to your feelings can allow you to learn what they look like uh, when they're happening and what they feel like. Um, maybe some warning signs of uh, specific triggers. And as wild as it may sound, many of us have become very disconnected from our bodies. And I touched on this topic with James on the episode on somatic healing. If you haven't listened to that yet, definitely recommend it. And we're constantly on autopilot and tuning out our emotions. So instead of sitting with them, we want to avoid them, pretend pretend they're not there. Uh, But first things first, we have to reconnect and get to know our emotions. This anger, this, this is anger, this is frustration. Use a feelings wheel. Like, go look up a feelings wheel. It is my absolute favorite thing. Get to know more words, not these just surface level words, okay? Bottling up your emotions isn't healthy, and it's not a healthy way to regulate your emotions. This is... Um, I think pretty common coping mechanism and there's almost always going to be an eruption that follows. Bottling emotions may be associated with a lower well-being and satisfaction within interpersonal relationships. So keep that in mind. You bottling up your feelings doesn't help anyone. Reframing is another step towards regulating your emotions and this also kind of intertwines with reappraisal. So reframing Um, In order to reframe, we have to mentally step away to view the situation from a third-party perspective. And we have to remain open and empathetic to the other person's perspective as well. You know, one of my most successful emotional regulations was during an argument with Craig. And for any first-time listeners, that is my husband. Um, And I remember we were in an argument, and it was a basic argument, but... I remember thinking in the middle of it, I'm taking this really personally right now. And I like, it's almost like I had this outer body mind, out of mind experience where I just shifted to a third party mindset. And I was like, I'm not going to take whatever he's saying personally. And I'm just going to try to hear him coming from a place of maybe anxiety and hurt at this moment. And when I was able to do that, my body was able to shift the way I was feeling and I was able to empathize with where he was rather than take it personally and attack back, um, which is very common and, and a disrupt to our emotional regulation. So in that moment, I, I remember that being a really big step for me because I was able to say, I can see that the real problem here is this and um, and able to come to a conclusion to the situation in a, in a very healthy way versus this yelling back and forth um, that doesn't help anyone and really a lot of the time doesn't get anywhere except makes both parties feel bad at the end and you say things you don't mean. Um, but being able to stop in the middle of an argument and say, I... I realize right now I'm getting really heated and I am starting to take everything personally and now I'm nitpicking everything this person's saying and I'm not even hearing what's really happening and that's so big when it comes to emotion regulation and you know what 
you're not going to be successful every time. And that's okay. Neither am I. Sometimes our emotions take over. And in that moment, you don't have the energy to regulate. <laughs> Uh, and it does take a lot of energy sometimes. Um, sometimes you just need to step away from the situation entirely to regroup your thoughts. And sometimes it's impossible to do that. <laughs> um, not succeeding at regulating your emotions does not mean you failed at doing it. This is a trial and error thing. And it's a learning process. Learn what has worked for you in the past and what hasn't and go from there. <laughs> Take considerations of your current state of mind as well. This is very important because um, if you are the person you're talking to or the person you're having an argument with um, are under the influence of anything, that's really not going to be helpful and it's going to inhibit your ability to regulate properly. If you or that other or the other person are experiencing depression or anxiety or anything on those lines where it makes it really hard to connect with your body and successfully regulate your emotions, it, you can take these into consideration. One thing to note too is anger and anxiety are exhausting emotions and it's important to regulate our emotions so that we don't have to constantly sit with these heavy emotions. Working to better our emotion regulation allows us to avoid overreaction and unnecessary outbursts. Having the ability to emotionally regulate also controls impulse behaviors and responses. If you feel like you're throwing things or hitting walls because you received bad news or someone pissed you off, you know, this would be an unhealthy coping with emotions. Work towards figuring out the true emotion that you're experiencing and practice emotional acceptance. Remember, anger is a secondary emotion. We always feel something before we feel anger. What that means is that we are using anger to hide our frustration, our disappointment, our sadness, our insecurities, our fear. Anger is a sign, not a solution. Look up the anger iceberg for, for more on this. I, I love the anger iceberg. Um, and if we can start recognizing and sitting with our first emotions and accepting them, then we can truly begin working towards appropriately regulating our emotions. I hope you enjoyed today's mini episode. It's definitely something that can help in a lot of different areas in your life. Decreasing the level of stress and being able to control yourself during situations where you feel out of control it, it, it gives a sense of peace and I hope that this could help bring peace to you if you can involve these skills in your life. If you aren't already, please follow the podcast Instagram at goodyou.therapy. Follow it on TikTok at goodyou.therapy. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, email me um, or you can message on the Instagram. But the email is goodyou.therapy at gmail.com. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Have a great Wednesday. Today's music was written and produced by Tyler O'Brien. You can find him on Instagram at Dreamscape, D-R-E-A-M-S-C-A-P-E. And follow his band at Wastelander underscore band on Instagram. <laughs>